In today's episode, we discuss a true hero for our time. Her mother was a weightlifting Olympian. Her grandmother confronts gangsters in dark alleys. Our hero rights societal wrongs, goes head to head with the Bluebeard wannabe, all while winning the heart of an adorable CEO. Yes, y'all, we are discussing Strong Girl Do Bong Soon. Let's get into it. to the Brown Skin Oni Podcast, a K-Drama Podcast. I am your host, the Brown Skin Oni. Here I discuss, review, recommend, and fangirl over K-Drama, J-Drama, C-Drama, with a little bit of other drama sprinkled in between. If you enjoy these topics as much as I do, then you are in for a treat. But without further ado, let's go. Let's begin with a brief background of the show. Strong Woman Do Bong Soon is a bri- is a um 2018 I believe K drama. The genre uh, it falls into would be crime, fantasy, romantic comedy, comedy, and if you ask me, a little bit of social commentary. The basic premise of the show is pretty straightforward. A woman is born with superhuman strength. She's hired by the CEO of a gaming company to be his bodyguard, and all of the sort of um the plot unravels after that um the main lead characters um in this show the female lead is portrayed by none other than Pak Bo Young um she plays she portrays uh Do Bong Soon Bong Soona Bong Soona is a literal actual superhero she inherited her powers through the maternal line in her family in her family all the women inherit super strength However, there is one caveat. You cannot use your uh, super strength against for your own personal gain or to do harm um, intentionally to innocent people. This actually comes back up later on in the show. Um, Bong Suna lives at home with her mother who actually lost her own powers due to her own greed. Her dad, who runs a family bakery, he seems sweet enough. He loves uh, Bong Suna and cares for her dearly. Her, um, the fourth member of their family is Bong Soon's twin, Bong Ki. He is actually a doctor. And throughout the show, these two characters share many sweet moments um, that help to develop Bong Soon as a character. The male lead is played by none other than Pa Kang Sik, who plays um, Min Min. That's how I refer to him. He's Min Min to me. Always will be. Uh, his character type is your traditional Chebo, but he's also sort of like self-made in that he came from a rich family, but he had some difficulty sort of getting along with his family. So he left home at a fairly young age. He is the CEO of a gaming company and in the show, he's being stalked slash threatened by an unknown assailant. This is a bit of a, a plot device that is used to help him establish a relationship with Bong Suna. The um, second male lead, because we can't have a K-drama, we can't have a romantic K-drama without having um, a love triangle, apparently. The second male lead, which we love sometimes, the second male lead is Jaisoo. I have in my notes, supposed second lead. That should tell you like how I actually feel about him as a second lead. Jaisu plays Ngok Du, or as Bong Suna refers to him, Ngok Du Ya. 
Um, his character is sort of like Dudley Do Right, which basically means he's a stickler for the rules. He does everything by the rules, by the law. He's pretty straightforward. He has known Bang Tuna since she was an elementary school student. However, he does not know about her superhuman strength because this is something that she hides from other people because she wants to be seen as a normal person. He is also seemingly unaware of his feelings. Oh, I'm sorry, of her feelings for him. And you can probably tell by the tone of my voice that I am not a fan. The fourth, I would say, key character in this drama is the villain. The villain is a, a Bluebeard super fan who hates women. In the show, he is literally collecting human women. He is a super fan from hell and, and very, very, very much scary. That rounds out all of our key characters for Strong Woman Do Bong Soon. Now let's discuss key scenes. These are scenes that, um, in my opinion, did the most work toward developing the plot, developing the characters, developing the conflict. I'm going to do my best not to give like every detail of the show, but I love it so much, so I can't make any promises. First up, the opening scenes of... Um, Strong Girl Do Bong Soon definitely um, helped to build the world in which uh, these characters live in. Um, the opening scene uh, gives us a shot of uh, Min Min, our male lead. In this scene, he is on a bus. He is a high school student. He has a high school uniform on, and he is traveling towards this bus that has uh, somehow barreled out of control. So, People on the bus are going up and down and left and right. Min Min and Bong Bong, I'm sorry, Min Min and the bus driver are the only two people on the bus who seem to not be aware that that uh, the bus is out of control and that they are the only two people who are remaining seated and perfectly still while the bus, is, the rest of the people are just being flung around like some sort of rag dolls. As Min Min is on the brink of falling into a canal, he is saved at the last minute by a pink hooded hero. You can make a guess based on the type of show this is, who that pink hooded hero is. High school men men is staring out the back of the bus. The wind is blowing. Our hero's face is covered, but um, the wind is blowing, which indicates that that hood is going to come off at any minute. Just before men men has an opportunity to see the hooded hero's face, he is pulled from this dream. Yes, y'all, the first scene is a, it's a dream. It's a dream sequence. He is pulled from this dream by a threatening phone call. The, and rather than actually feeling threatened by the phone call, he yells at the, the phone, the stalker for not waiting until he was fully awake to threaten him. He says something, something to the, to the uh, effect of, you have to wait until someone is awake in order for them to feel the fear that you're trying to, you know, instill in them. So he angrily gets up and he expresses this frustration about not having an opportunity to see the hero's face. This moment tells us that this is something that he has been thinking about. He has been thinking about the person who saved him all of those years ago for all of these years. In the next scene, we have uh, Min Min in the park. He is too cool for school. He's riding around on a hoverboard. 
um, and look dressed very fashionably. And he's being followed by an unknown assailant. He looks sort of like aware, kind of nervous. The guy is following him. And before we know it, Min Min hits the Uno reverse and chases the guy down. It is in this moment that Min Min, who is sort of being built up as a scaredy cat type of character, we get to see a little brief glimpse at the fact of the fact that he is actually more brave and direct than we are being led to believe. The next scene is our introduction to um, Bong Bong, to Bong Suna. She is applying for jobs. She's um, eating ramen. And it's during this scene that we get the exposition of her family, of how she came to have her powers. Um, we get to see her mom, who, in my opinion, is a bad guy. Um, we get to see Bong Suna's birth, and there's like this funny scene that involves the obstetrician. Um, and then we get a montage of all the jobs that Bong Suna has had over the years and all of these experiences that she's had um, involving her strength that has just led her to express the desire to really want to live a normal life. We also learn that Bong Suna is really into video games, which comes into play later on in the show. In episode one, we also meet um, the gangsters, right? So Bong Suna, um, part of the storyline is that she is having to go head and head, head to head with these gangsters. So this is a this is our introduction to these gangsters. This is also the introduction to uh, between Bong Bong and Min Min. They meet for the first time. This, y'all, is not a traditional meet-cute situation. Um, there is a school bus driver with a school bus full of children being assaulted by some gangsters. Bong Suna, because she's a decent person, um, she interferes, um, intervenes into this situation. She, I think she's attempting to, like, record the, the exchange. Or she's attempting, to, no, I'm sorry, she's attempting to call the police. And one of the gangsters realizes that she is attempting to call the police and he confronts her uh they do a little back and forth and he actually um smacks her and takes her phone out of her hand and then in this moment bong suna is on screen trying to literally decide whether or not um the possibility of being cursed um and losing her powers uh is worth it and she then proceeds to co completely obliterate these gangsters with the bus full of preschool children watching. All of this is happening. As all of this is happening, Min Min happens to stumble upon the scene and he is making a phone call to the police while um, he's actually making a phone call to police while Bong Bong is having this exchange with the gangsters. So he's on the phone and he's he's telling the police, come, a woman is being insulted. And when he turns around, he realizes that the gangsters are, in fact, the ones that, being, that are being assaulted. By the time Bong Bong is done with these gangsters, the preschool kids go from being terrified and worried to cheering on their super nuna. And Min Min is confused and seemingly slightly smitten by her. In this episode, we also get... The introduction to Ngokdu, uh, Bong Bong and the gangsters eventually have to go to the police station. Ngokdu is doing a police report and he's trying to find out what happened. The gangsters are saying they all were assaulted by Bong Bong, who is approximately five feet tall. So nobody's really buying that story. 
this is also aided by their the police's disbelief of this story is also aided by the fact that Min-Min, uh goes to the police station, does this whole scene about children um, not being educated properly, and they were probably watching movies at school. That's why they think Bong Suna is a superhero. And he essentially he uses the the police's prejudice uh, against what women are capable of doing against them. Um, in the next scene, we get the actual first interaction between Bong Bong and Min Min outside of the police station. He tells her that she should tell him, uh, thank you. You know, she, I appreciate your help. She basically lets him have it virtually questions whether or not he is a man, um, which leads to him falling in love with her and telling his secretary that Bong Suna is sexy. In the aftermath of all of this, Bong Suna's brother is looking at the x-rays of um, the gangsters because he is, I said before, a doctor. So we get to see the actual damage that Bong Suna has done to the, the gangsters and how the things that she's done to their body is just like scientifically not possible, which gives us more insight to the strength of Bong Suna. And it's actually played out sort of as comedy. Other key moments in the show include when Min Min decides, after not being able to get Bong Suna out of his head, to hire her as his bodyguard. Because as you remember, he, he is being stalked and threatened. So she comes on as his bodyguard and we get to see the relationship dynamics continuing to be developed through their relationship as employee-employer. Episode 1, which started off as really fun and really light, is then um, it, it ends horribly with the woman being attacked, being kidnapped and being attacked by the Bluebeard wannabe. This is where he makes his first appearance on screen, um, actually attacking a, a, a victim. And in this scene, we also get men, men being threatened by the unknown assailant. This is where, in my opinion, it feels like it starts to feel like there are two different shows um, happening here. There are two different genres existing not necessarily harmoniously, right? So I've seen shows before where, where you have like romantic sort of elements side by side with thriller or with suspense, but there's something so different about these two. There's such a stark difference between the way the Bluebeard character is presented and the way the rest of the show is presented that it makes it, it's a little jarring. I'll say that it's a little jarring. I would say that episode one of, bon, of Strong Woman Do Bong Soon does a really good job of building the world of Do Bong Soon. We meet her family. We meet um, the other main characters of the story from the people at her uh, company to the gangsters who first try to kill her and then try to recruit her to her very own fan club um, of teenage gangsters. Um, the show then proceeds to, in my opinion, go, um, diverge into parallel plots. We have the plot of Min Min and Bong Bong who are, are developing a relationship, um, first a friendship and then a romantic relationship. And then we have the plot of the Bluebeard character who is essentially on a one man, um, a one man war against the women of, uh, Seoul, South Korea. And these two points don't really come to meet until the Bluebeard character kidnaps uh, Bong Suna's best friend. And 
in the process of kidnapping her and pretending to be her and communicating with Bong Soon, he finds out Bong Soon's weakness. He uses this weakness against her and gets actually actually gets um Bong Soon's powers taken away from her through what I I didn't I mean, so what he did was he pretended he had her to harm someone. She went to a place to fight him and to to save her friend. And she, he forcibly or trick by trick had her to harm an innocent person. And that was enough for her powers to be taken from her. They didn't explain that to me because it was like you would have thought it was some sort of like intention to do harm. But apparently it was just the actual harm that was brought was enough. So in losing her power, she saves her friend, but she loses her powers. And in losing her power, she sort of loses a part of her identity. This is where you get to see like how valuable the Min Min character is in addition to just like loving Bonsuna for who she is as a strong person. He also um, loves her for who she is as a human being. He teaches her about just how to navigate life as a person who doesn't have these um, superpowers and their relationship is really, is really sweet. And it, and it gets developed more as they are trying to overcome this particular conflict of her not having those powers anymore. This comes to a head in one of the final episodes where the Bluebeard character is still on the run from the police. He wants revenge on Bong Soon and he realizes now that she doesn't have her super, she no longer has her superpowers. So he really wants to get his lick back. So they have a fight. She actually uh, willingly sacrifices herself for um, Min Min. And it is that sacrifice that brings her powers back to her. And she is, again, strong woman Do Bong Soon all over um toward the end of that episode she gains her powers and we get to see how um it is like you accepting yourself as a person is the actual thing you being comfortable with yourself as a person is the actual thing that you need in order to live the sort of like happy life that you happy healthy life that we all desire the show, um, I th- I would say does a good job of consistently developing the the characters. Um, toward the end, I want to say like the last of ep- the entire last episode is basically fan service. This is where we have um, Min Min and Bong Bong being together. I want to say they actually get married, um, which we all wanted to see, and they have an after like the aftershots of how their lives are post them actually being married, which was, again, adorable. Let's discuss my rating. So I would give this drama a A minus B plus. Now, I know you're probably saying, what? You said it was your favorite show. Yes, it is one of my favorite show, but it's just that some of the things in the show fell flat for me, especially like some of the jokes that they would make. The drama does a good job of telling um, a cute uh, life and love story while commentating on how society sees and treats women as a weaker species. It's just that at times I struggle with how stark the differences were between the scenes with Min Min and Bong Bong and the scenes with Bluebeard assaulting his victims. So we would have this scene where Min Min and Bong Bong are in some cases literally having hearts like in their eyeballs. And then the next thing you know, they're showing this woman or some woman being assaulted. 
And um, I remember telling my friend when I first started watching it, I was just like, it's hard to even sort of like watch because you don't know when that's going to happen. And if you're watching a show that is like a love, romantic love comedy, you're not expecting something that dark to be just like dropped into the scene. Um, something that I really loved about the show was the chemistry between the two Pacs. So they're in, and their individual cuteness. The fact that something else that I love is the fact that Min Min um loved Bong Bong so much. No matter if she was strong woman Do Bong Soon or if she was just Do Bong Soon. He never thought he, she was odd. He he thought she was unique, but he never treated her as odd or different in a bad or negative way. And of course the music was really good. The the show had a good soundtrack. That heartbeat song has been stuck in my head for at this point years now the one that goes heartbeat heartbeat yeah so in all strong one strong woman do bong sung uh for me is a a b plus show um it's a classic uh you have to watch it if you're a k-drama watcher and you started especially like people who probably started like post-covid if you haven't seen it yet go in and watch it in fact there is actually a remake not a remake um there's actually another show that's like in the same world as Strong Woman Do Bong Soon. It's my understanding that I think it's her cousin, Strong Woman Nam Soon. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my watch list along with like 300 other things. But let's not talk about that. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of today's episode. We have to say goodbye for now to Min Min and Bong Bong. Thank you for joining me as I discuss one of my favorite K-dramas, um, let me know if you've seen the show, what did you think of it? If you haven't watched the series yet, what on earth are you waiting for? Um, my current watch, uh, is Kissing the Ring, which is a Japanese drama. It's the same guy from My Cuteness is About to Expire and Killer Inside. And this one, it's a contract marriage where a, where a couple fall in love. I'm sorry. I love the trope contract marriage. This is also, um... A drama that has like a really suspicious second lead and an evil stepmother. But I've just started watching it so we haven't hit any major conflict. As far as the next episode in the podcast, I'm probably going to do another top five list. I'm just trying to get used to like recording and formatting episodes. And I am a pretty detail oriented person. So I'm trying to be mindful of like what I'm including in my reviews and recommendations because I don't want the episodes to be too long. You do not have to wait until next week's episode to uh, hear more from me or to interact with me. I have launched the pod. I'm sorry, not launched the podcast. I've launched the Instagram for the podcast. It is at the Brown Skin Oni Pod on Instagram. So please follow me there for updates on the podcast and to interact with me, to share your thoughts, and to also give show recommendations. I look forward to hearing from you. Until then, annyeong!